Zig Ziglar tells this joke that most people think denial is a river in Egypt. So I'll tell you a story about a home seller that I've been basically mentally battling with for three days in a row. And I hit a breakthrough today. So this message could be for home sellers who have an overpriced listing or don't trust the real estate agent about the price. Or also real estate agents who either are or will be at some point in the future dealing with a home seller with an unrealistic price. And how it is I was able to navigate this process successfully. So just to kind of give you a little bit of backstory, I have a client who was previously listed with another real estate agent for 151 days unsuccessfully. And when I spoke to them on the phone, they were very unhappy. They said they were promised professional photos. They were promised an open house. They were promised uh, even to have furniture added to the professional photos because the house was vacant and then something else I can't remember but at the end of it they didn't get any of it they had some cell phone pictures they had three showings in 151 days no offers so I came along and I said okay guys listen um, here's our process now just to kind of fill you in I don't tell people how much their house is worth. First of all, the day I meet them, their house is, is 99 times out of 100 in a different condition than the day we put it on the market. And everybody's budget and everybody's willingness to you know, upgrade their house is different. And I feel like that if I tell a homeowner what their house is worth and the homeowner disagrees with it, then I've lost rapport. I've lost the ability to influence and be persuasive. So I order an appraisal. I pay for the appraisal on behalf of my homeowners and we use it as a tool. We don't disclose it. We just use it as a tool to set the price. So the, uh, the understanding is my appraiser wakes up every single day at least six days a week. And his sole purpose is to uh, figure out how much houses cost. He's a full-time, uh, super hardworking, you know, uh, overworking appraiser in Southern Maryland who just cranks out appraisals all day. I met him when I was working at Tim Murphy's office, my mortgage lender, when I was a mortgage lender and he was Tim's right hand, you know, number one appraiser that, you know, Tim does 350 loans a year. So that just kind of gives you an idea. So I, I met these clients, I talked to them, I sold them on my process, you know, and then they were, they were off to the races. So we get, so we get the, um, appraisal, we do a pre-home inspection, went to the house, um, had the home stager go through and tell them all the things they couldn't shoot to get it good and should do to get it fixed up, which included replacing ceiling fans, some ceiling lights, doing, redoing some of the decorations, and they agreed to everything that we told them to do, which honestly wasn't a lot in this particular scenario. But they did need a lot of landscaping uh, updated and freshened up. So 
Then came in the appraisal. So the appraisal was like two weeks after we've started our process. And again, we've never discussed the price. All I know is they had it at 525 and they never even lowered it one time, but they were given, that's what the other thing was. They were never given one piece of data about the market or their price. Essentially, they picked their own price for whatever their own beliefs were. And then um, they held on to it the whole time because no one told them. (laughs) anything different. So the appraisal ends up coming in at $485, $40,000 under what the house was listed at and what they believed it was worth. So in the meantime, I had sent them in anticipation of the low appraisal, which I knew what the house is worth, but I didn't say it. I sent them a video where I went through every single house that had been on the market and I recorded my screen. So I have a video of my, my computer screen up and I pulled up every house that sold in the past 12 months in the price range. And I went through the photographs of each listing and I, and I did compared stats like, okay, this one's 2,800 or this one's 3,800 square feet. And, and, you know, uh, five bedrooms, three bathrooms, was on the market for 152 days, started at 550, sold at 505, um, and paid, you know, $15,000 in closing costs next. And then went through the house. Okay. This one's got a pool. This one's got brand new kitchen. Look at these, look at, you know, look how fresh the paint looks. This one's new construction and sort of narrated and navigated this whole market so that it should have really become clear. And then the appraisal comes in $40,000 under. And at this point, I've, I've, and, and let me just say one more thing. So I sent them another video because they had mentioned the market had been going up a lot. So I, so I sent them this video and I, and I legitimately broke down their price range within the zip code, the surrounding zip codes, then Southern Maryland, and then Maryland, and then the country. And I proved them that the market was not going up a lot. It had actually stayed flat and in some uh, months it had gone down recently. So there was no reason to believe that we have this some you know, giant jump in, in house prices. And, and that wasn't the case at all. So, all right. The appraisal came in 40,000 under, they've already been given all this information, had all these conversations and I'd never, ever mentioned a price. And here we go. So I'm nervous. I call the lady on the phone and she says, she thinks the, that the appraisal's ridiculous and that, uh, some houses have sold after the appraisal was written that would bring the appraisal up and that she thinks it's just ridiculous. So in my head, I'm going, what are we going to do? Like I've, I know the house is legitimately 485. In fact, in some ways I even think they might be lucky to get 485. They're sitting at 525 and they think my appraisal is ridiculous. I've sent them every piece of data that I know to send. Like I've sent them more data than I've ever sent any other homeowner in the history. Like I've learned how to research data just by working with this client in ways that I've never researched it before. I'm talking slides, bar graphs, charts, like in-depth analysis. I mean, I could tell you houses within five miles of this address, like to a science and they're just not budging. She says it's ridiculous. And she's getting angry when I'm talking to her about the appraisal and the other houses and what the other houses are offering. Cause I'm trying to understand 
how she came to the conclusion because I am an expert at real estate. I go into houses every single day. I sell houses every single day. I know what people want because I help buyers and sellers. I know what makes houses sell. And I have the other thing is I have this track record that I went through in depth where I demonstrated that six out of the last seven houses I sold, sold in six days or less at or above appraisal. And the year prior, I uh, listed and sold uh, 60 Two percent of houses sold in seven days or less, eighty percent sold in thirty days or less, and the ones that we got appraised, eighty percent of them sold at or above appraisal. So I demonstrated that I'm like not only a good realtor, I'm like a rock star realtor. Like if you compare me to the average realtor in the market, I'm literally crushing them. And I'm not bragging. I'm just trying to explain how I felt like there was nothing left for me to say as far as the market was concerned or her house compared to other houses or the houses in general that was convincing. Like I had literally used all my ammo and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? So I went on Facebook into a group of, you know, top producing realtors and I sort of put the scenario out there and I got 168 comments back and forth. Everybody, you know, half of them said, walk away. The other half said, you know, take the listing and just get the buyers. And, and a lot of people had these like suggestions. A lot of them were helpful. So some people said like drive them around the neighborhood and show them all the other houses. And I said, well, they're not here, but I did that virtually. And, and some people had some like logical arguments that you could say like, well, if you were buying your house where you bought it, would you overpay? And, you know, I had said all that, like I had already, been down two hours of conversation and I had kind of covered all those arguments. And again, I felt like I'm stuck. So here's where the lesson comes in nine minutes and 57 seconds into this, um, narration here. I finally talked to the husband on the phone tonight. And I had mainly been talking to her or them together. I'd never just talked to him. And he said, after I, I went through again, like I, I, so I spent the whole day thinking of these things I was going to say to them when I talked to them, because this was kind of my last shot. So I'm sorry. One more thing I just want to mention is that I've already spent $700 on this listing and I need to spend another seven because in order to get those, um, furniture put into those photos. They're $75 a photo. So I need to spend $400 on photos and then another two or $300 on marketing the house. So I'm, I'm sitting here going, man, am I going to spend 500 more dollars on this? And I haven't given them their actual home inspection yet. And I don't know if I want to do that until I hear from them that we're going to be in a reality. Otherwise I'm going to end up blowing all my numbers up. You know, next time I give my stats out, they're going to be blowed up because my days on market will have gone out of whack. If I take a hundred day listing that doesn't sell and then my percentage of houses anyway, I spent my whole day thinking of what am I going to say to these people? What am I going to say to this guy? And I had some really solid, like word, you know, I had some really solid constructed arguments in my head that I was going to say. And I, and I basically laid them on him and I was empathetic. I wasn't like, let me tell you something. I was like, listen, I want to understand where you guys are coming from, but I also want you to understand 
that, you know, here's the reality. And I don't want you guys to end up going through this and being mad at me and thinking, hey, I should have done something more. So I need to hear from you. And I used a lot of reverse psychology. Like I need to hear from you what it is that you want me to do that you think will help sell your house. And if it doesn't work, what are you going to do? So I kept coming back to this. What are you going to do if it doesn't sell? At what point are you going to rent it? Are you willing to sell it at the appraised value? If not, are you going to rent it? Like at what point are you going to walk away? And and he didn't answer the questions directly because he didn't want to, because I, I started to feel this. I started to feel that he didn't want to commit to not selling his house because he kept saying I wanted to sell it. So then I was like digging and digging and digging. If you want to sell it, then what's the holdup? What else? What is it going to take? What if I get you another appraisal and I offer to pay for another appraisal? What What if it goes on the market in 100 days and you don't get any offers? Then what is going to be the reason why it isn't selling? I wanted to get into his head. And finally, he said, listen, we bought this house at the top of the market. And we've invested about $100,000. It was an unfinished basement. We finished the basement. We put in a paver walkway down to a pool. And we've upgraded the kitchen. It's all granite and stainless. And, you know, we spent a lot of money in this house. And some friends of ours, every single time we upgraded our house, would turn around and say to us, hey, you know you're never getting that money back, right? So that kind of bothered me. And now we're at the end of 10 years after spending $100,000 and we're back to where we started when we bought the house. And on top of that, you're telling me, this appraisal's telling me that we're $40,000 under what we thought the house was worth and I just went to the house today and I realized that I got to spend some money to sell it because it looks like crap. It's an empty, vacant house and it's not going anywhere. And then I started to feel his pain and I understood where they were coming from. And when I understood why they were having such a hard time, my epiphany was they are not willing to jump down $40,000 that fast. It's too much, too quick. They're too emotionally tied to the house. They're not crazy people, which is important for me to know. It's just too much all at once, and they need time to process it. They need time to see the house not sell, even with beautiful pictures and a great description and a badass realtor. And then they will come around. And the advice I got from a real top dog realtor today is people's motivation will change over time. Take the listing, do a great job and constantly check in with them. And that's what basically me and the husband agreed to tonight over the phone is I'm going to const, I'm going to knock this one out of the park. I will give them every opportunity. I'll give them the million dollar marketing experience. And I will literally just rock this one. It's going to look like a, literally 15 times better than it was listed last time. And I'll give them the opportunity to sell it above the appraisal. But if it doesn't sell, he recognizes that it's on him and that, you know, they're going to do what needs to be done, but they're not going to commit to anything verbally because they feel like that's too much pressure all at once. But we're good. Like I basically heard it in his voice that it's just too much all at once but he's, he's going to come around and I feel like we're, we're good now. So 
I guess the lesson is you just have to really hear where people are coming from, understand, you know, why people are having such a hard time and then give them the space to be able to make different decisions and just demonstrate, you know, just be the professional and always do a great job. But, you know, I guess for me, the lesson was I couldn't, unlike every other client I've dealt with, I couldn't get them to agree to everything up front because it was too much of a jump from point A to point B and they're going to have to ease into it. And I I know for a fact, and this is where I have such a hard time, I know for a fact that they're going to end up losing money with the strategy. However, it's the only way they're going to be able to get there. So in reality, they'll lose less money than if they go, you know, for instance, with another realtor and they drag this on for six or eight or a year you know what I mean? Or end up renting it, God forbid, right? So they're going to end up in a better place, but not a, not in as good of a place as they could be if they followed my lead. But I'm okay with that, unlike I normally would be. So hope this helps you out in some way. And if you're looking for some tips on selling your house for more money, make sure you check out my website, homesellingadvice.net. This is Brian Mayer signing off. Make it a fantastic day.